charging. Hello. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon from around the world. This is the Plus 63 HB D&D podcast. After a long break, the Brochachos are back, waiting for their next adventure. We are but missing one player, only one. She'll be back very soon. Our fun-loving Shebra. But of course, little introductions. My name is Raymond, and I play Asumedos, your charming Hexblade tiefling warlock. And together with me, these brave adventurers, these handsome souls, let me start by introducing the man from Brooklyn, the ladies' um, boon. <laughs> I don't know what you call I thought you were going to say love to hate. <laughs> let us introduce John, our brother. Uh- Hey, I'm Jong. I uh, play as uh, uh, Itsuki, the Yuanti Pureblood Ranger, but maybe a little bit more. We shall see. Maybe, maybe. And of course, our tank, who hopefully can get good hit points to really be a tank, a sturdy one. Let us call on the stage, Chubax. Hi, I'm Chubax. You can call me Poppy. And I play Malak, the Asomar, Scourge Asomar Paladin that's borderline serial killer. <laughs> oh, speaking of puppies, happy Father's Day to all dads out there, both geek and non-geek alike. And of course, this entire world would not have come to pass if it weren't for our amazing Dungeon Master Angelo. Hi, so yeah, I'm Angelo. I'll be the dungeon master, and yeah, uh, cannot wait to to uh, introduce uh, more NPCs on the table. Um, yeah. Who, after a very exciting uh, tournament arc, which you normally only see on animes, but now on our D and D channel, these lovely adventures hit. Level six. Level six, baby. So now we'll see how their growth affects their next or next choices, their adventures. And of course, I leave the stage to our handsome, amazing DM, Angelo. Okay. So uh, before let we get started, let's roll HP. Um, and yeah, let's just go alphabetical. So Asumedos, you have chosen another level of Warlock. Yes, I have. Okay. I so, need to yeah. reach level eight so I can cast with my staff. <laughs> okay. Um, rolling with D8. Come on, baby. Five. Five. Not, oh, bad. not, bad. not bad. bad. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. So average, 46. Five? Yeah. 48. No, you add your con mod, don't forget. Oh, yeah. Plus three. So five plus plus eight. So 51. Yeah. Thank you for that. I haven't leveled up in a while. So. <laughs> so. Uh, it's Kia. Um, so you have chosen the new path of the road. Yeah. For sneaky, so. sneaky attacks. Uh, okay. One D8, yeah? 1d8 plus your con mod, reroll once. Here we go. 
Fuck three. Ah. So plus two is two plus plus two. So five, yeah. So plus five total. Okay. Malak, another level in Paladin. Yes, sir. Uh, roll a D10. What's, what's its his total health hit points? Forty-one. One D10. Wait, where's my ten? Okay. This one, right? The. Yeah, the dice that we normally don't use. Okay. <laughs> oh come on! I want a zero, right? Is that the ten? Yes. Zero is the number for you. Oh, what's shit. your HP? 37. What's what's its keys? 41. 41. Come on, Lord Scanlan. <laughs> yes! Was that a 7? Nice. It's a 9. 9? Yeah, 7. It's a 9. Seven, 7's like that, so 9. Oh, yeah, it's a 9. It's a 9. Yeah. Yes. So 9 plus your pawn mod. 11. Plus, plus 2. Yeah. 2. So 11. Nice. Oh, so what's your to- I actually I want to compare you to uh, if you have if you would have taken the average all throughout. I think it's I think it's gonna even out now. So uh, wait, let's see. Let me add plus eleven, right? Eleven. I'm at forty-eight. So you're forty-nine. So what's your level six, right? So you're level six, uh, and then what's your pawn mod? Two. Cool. Okay, what's, what's your HP? 48. Ah, you're still below average. <laughs> By how? Uh, four. 52 is the, if you have taken average all throughout. Not bad. So not you bad. still need, you still need to, uh, you're still catching up in the rolls. So, okay. yeah, not, not that. Not, not that bad. Not that bad, bad. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So, okay, with that out of the way, uh, let us continue. So now... After like three to four <laughs> grueling combat sessions, so now like, yeah, let's RP. <laughs> yeah, uh, oh, I'm been RP now. it's been it's been a while since we've been RPing. Yeah. Okay. So <sighs> for this, um, yeah. So now the victory achieved. So after, uh. After allying with Fred's friends and winning the Tyro Cup, the Silver Shadows now stands as its champions. Um, but as adventurers, the work never stops because tomorrow you have been invited by Archmage Leander to meet with the Lord's Alliance to discuss the giant situation uh, as well as a separate meeting happening uh, with Shiva's contact, Leosin. Uh, now, for the purposes that the fact that uh, Shiva isn't here, uh, uh, Yisa and Shiva aren't here, um, uh, she'll do that on her own tomorrow. Or like narratively, she'll do that on her own. Uh, but now, uh, the four of you are together uh, with um, are together uh, at the at the at the highest point at uh, the uh, high point in the arena. Uh, looking down upon uh, cheering crowds as you celebrate your victory, as you are presented with a thousand, a pouch worth a thousand gold, as well as a dagger, uh, a magical enchanted dagger. 
and yeah uh, right now it is um, it is Uh, let's say 3 p.m. The sun is blazing. It's clear skies, and this and because of this, like you are very much visible throughout the whole arena. And uh, after the after um, you have waved and you know um, uh, waved towards the crowd, you are now escorted down to the uh, to the like let's say holding area. Where you are promptly healed and restored by the clerics of uh, uh, by the clerics of uh, Tempos, the Tem- god of uh, the god of um, the, god, the lord of battles. Um, and uh, actually, as you go down, you see the uh, your allies, Fred's friends. Uh, but as you approach, uh, I'll just say Shivra whispers to. Uh, to all of you, that um, it might be best if uh, it might be best if uh, the gold was to be given uh, after and not here, because it it looks a little yeah 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 yeah, um, yeah. Um, but yeah the uh, obviously Elithau is the first just uh, to greet you guys and she just goes like oh my god guys. We did it, and she's like so happy. And then, um, yeah, Kelhorn actually is like, yes, finally we're able to heal, uh, Fred, and uh, yeah. So yeah, at this point, like, do you still guys want to talk to them or like, uh, actually, a cleric of uh Tempus is still waiting for you outside, as you uh collect your stuff, <laughs> um, and your regular armor and stuff. Oh, I um, missed my. Let's just take them and go. <laughs> So, yeah, thank you, you for doing. Thank you for doing business with us. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I say. Uh, no, Malak will. Uh, after that grueling fight, Malak will be like. I think we should celebrate. Friends, friends. And then, and then Elitha was like, "Yes, we'll be in the yawning portal after. Um, yeah, because we're also going tomorrow. Uh, immediately tomorrow, so we can go back to Fred. Um, but yeah." We'll see each other at the Yarnian portal. Okay, we'll meet you there, and that's where we'll, you know, wink, wink. I can't wink. I have a, my mask on. <laughs> I nudge RJ <laughs> to wink. Ah, Asumedos, give me a wink. I'd be like, um, I think what he's trying to say is that he's looking forward to really see you guys. It was such a great game earlier. Um, it was, uh, uh, well, well fought. So we'll, we hope to have a different type of competition at the tavern later. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, yeah, sure. And then um, uh, Merwin is like, yes, finally drink. And yeah, they're they're just they're you know elated. They're happy since they've got what they, they well yeah they got what they came for, uh, which is enough money for the scroll. And yeah. Uh, they also collect their stuff, and um, as the door opens, um, they go past by the cleric of uh, Tempos. And yeah, after a while, the cleric just says, "Oh, if you would follow me, uh, champions," and um, you are led outside to a to a rather large, sizable crowd as they're cheering for you, and you are led towards uh, a building adjacent to the arena. Uh, you see, it is a three. A uh, story building, 
Um, and the cleric leading you says, "We are. Uh, I'm guiding you to the House of Heroes, the temple of the biggest temple of Waterdeep, dedicated to our Lord, the Lord of Battles himself, uh, Tempos." And um, as you go to the temple, as you go to the temple, um, actually, you you see a large staircase leading up. So you're effectively going to the second floor already. And as you go up, the, as every step of the way, there is a crowd cheering on for you guys as you win. And as you enter, you see... Um, oh, yeah, as you're walking, you also like... Uh, you also like wave to the crowd or like, whatever yeah <laughs> or oh, malak malak just uh, straight up i i'm, I'll, I'm I'll waving it. but very hidden I'm ninja i'll nod i'll nudge it's key post pose post pose <laughs> i don't Our, think you have it anymore uh, you have a new cloak oh yeah Wait, huh? you have yeah, a new I, I still no, have my robe of I ice no, yeah, no i i still yeah. have the same Oh, John! I have the, has the robe of, of robe. It's he has the robe of many eyes, right? Not the chain. Yeah, oh, yeah, robe of eyes. Right. So it's no longer the, the, the post. Oh, so it's just me. Yeah, Malak also <laughs> doesn't have it. A little disappointed yeah, like, post post. Yeah, roll uh, roll me a performance track. Who me? Yeah. 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 Oh, you know. Ten. <laughs> Ten plus. There's like there's like a five yeah. fifteen. Yeah, there, there's, a, there's a there's a reaction to the crowd, and the crowd's like happy, and I was like, ooh, ah, and, they're, and then they're all all chanting, silver shadow, silver shadow, and of course, Shivra beside you is also, you know, waving, waving. Um, um, she's she's used to this, but still, like, not to this, not of this magnitude. Size. Uh, but as you're led upward, as you're led upwards, um, mm-hmm. as you enter, you actually see in front of you, like, the center of, like, a huge statue. And as you get closer, you notice that, um, looking down, it seems that this statue has... Um, has its base at the first floor, and now uh, it's just it's so it's a multi-story statue, and you notice that it is of a man with heavy plate armor with a very fierce-looking helmet, and uh, as you study closer, you see you hear the trickling of water, and you uh, Itsuki notices first, followed by the rest of you guys, um, that um, the trickling sound is coming from the statue itself. And you all notice um, water rush gushing out from what seems to be wounds on the statue, and it it's like a it's sort of like a fountain of sorts. But even with the and you the moment you see one uh, wound, you notice the others, and there's numerous wounds. And but still, the stat the pose of the statue remains un, uh, unbothered by it, and you know uh, still at the battle ready. Um, and yeah, as the uh, the clerics um, the clerics are uh, guide you down to the first floor, and you are oh, in the, uh, it, the, you are led into a courtyard where this main statue of um, and the clerics explain ah um, this is the image of uh, the battle lord Tempus himself, and yeah, you, um, along with that. Along with that um, statue, you see numerous statues also. You see of different races. So you, you see like uh, ranging from like a small halfling to a stout 
dwarf and to a um, uh, towering Goliath. And all of these statues uh, are raised in like circular platforms. And upon closer investigation, you see that the base of the statues, these platforms, are engraved with names. And um, yeah, you are led to a statue of a uh, half-elf female with thick, thick hair, with a uh, with a battle axe at the one hand raising a battle axe and the other holding a heavy, heavy, big pouch of money. Um, and yeah. at the bottom, you see that the names in, you see at the bottom, you see you see the title of the um, the title of the um, that section called Tyro Cup Champions. And um, yeah. Um, the cleric explains that uh, as winners, you shall, your team shall forever be engraved in this temple statue, and thus in this temple, as victors for this year's title. Oh, and the cleric, and the cleric indicates the rest of the statues and says, all victors within the city of Waterdeep and its surrounding areas are immortalized um, here, from the simple. Um, from simple games of uh, running and wheelbarrow chasing to the mightiest of gladiatorial uh, accomplishments, all victories here are recorded and remembered. And um, yeah, so it takes a while, but true enough, the Silver Shadows, uh, the name Silver Shadows is engraved. And, um, and the cleric asks you, the cleric asks you to stand in like a it's like in modern day time it's like it stands it like in like a for like a pic- picture quote unquote <laughs> a portrait and a portrait. portrait so like how do you how does your how does sil- the sh- silver shadows pose <laughs> no, no, no. Like, we, yeah, we want to be cool what's the, what's the uh my post will be it's like my my back turned so that they can see my robe of many eyes and then just looking back. <laughs> Shouldn't it be like a team effort? So something like the painting that Chewie just commissioned yeah. for the... Yeah, yeah that, for that's the, exactly the post I was using. Oh yeah, there, there you go. Yeah, so uh, the cleric counts down and after a while mutters a few arcane words and um, and you see, the, you see him, uh, you see the arc you see the you see him like draw runes in the air and as the runes are being uh, drawn um the runes circle all of you and after a while zips back towards the cleric where the cleric like seems to catch it and um slowly uses that energy to fill in the engravings and after a while there, there is like a soft hum as the energy settles down and embeds itself within uh, the engraved name of the Silver Shadows. And um, the cleric uh, the cleric invites you to like um, touch the name. Uh, who does who touches? <laughs> I'll touch. I'm not yeah. touching that. So you, <laughs> so you touch so you touch the name Silver Shadows and true enough you see like a small like Im- two dimensional image of your portrait of uh, appearing and yeah, after like a couple of seconds, this appears. Nice. And yeah, after a while, the cleric, the cleric is like, well, 
uh, hopefully uh, hopefully um, you hopefully uh, the silver shadows can do great deeds for water deep so much so that it may be remembered and then he indicates to like a bigger statue with a few far fewer names uh, indicated towards this uh, towards dedicated towards this statue of heroes who have uh, done a great service for this city and yeah uh, true enough you notice that at the base there's far fewer names and yeah um Malak will ask uh, which tournament is the most prestigious mm. and then he just says uh, he says well, perhaps the gladiatoral ones uh, it is this statue and he leads you away from this like you know the save the city uh, statue and leads you towards another one which is um, it's like traditional like in uh, real world equivalent the statue is of like uh, uh, it's heavily armored so you don't really know which what kind of gender it's, it's that kind mm-hmm. of armor but it's like the, the style is very much like your typical like real world example of like Roman gladiator style like um uh armor and um this is a, he just says this is the statue reserved for champions of the uh gladiatorial season uh every year uh what is uh different uh and it is even more prestigious as not uh, it houses not teams but individuals um and yeah, there are there's a bunch of names here, and you see mostly name. Uh, you see, you see, they're all names. Um, and if you look, the last three entries are of uh, Amun. More than one entry. Yeah, yes, three entries. Damn, just grand slam, huh? back to back to back. Interesting. Oh, in this, I assume the gladiator ones like the one on one. Tournament type, yeah. The, the death. Uh, the, yeah, the cleric. The cleric explains this is the one where um, it passes through numerous rounds before to even qualify for uh, to even qualify to be even considered in this league. Um, typically, if a individual wants to pursue a career in being a gladiator, they are not even permitted to fight. In the uh, in the main arena, but have to prove themselves in auxiliary ones before they graduate to the biggest one. Like uh, you, uh, you're in court nine, <laughs> you're not center court yet. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Malak doesn't. Uh, Malak thanks him, but uh, yeah, this is not my style. <laughs> But yes, hopefully you shall be engraved in, uh, not in tournaments, but amongst great uh, adventuring teams who have saved uh, this city. And yeah, once again, he points to the, he once again points to the, uh, the, the one earlier, like one of the bigger ones. Um, but yeah, um, if you guys have uh, no more questions. Um... How does one join that tournament? Oh, you're pointing towards the yeah. the big one, right? I says, "Oh, I mean, asking for a friend." Maybe. <laughs> it. 
says, oh, that that stature is reserved for uh, adventuring teams who have not necessarily competed, but have done a great service to the city. And have... Um, <laughs> also, it's not really a tournament. It's just like... Uh, like Recognition. Uh, recognition, like... Uh, like uh, yeah, given, yeah, being yeah. given the key to the city. Like something like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, thank you for saving the city. Thank you for saving the city. You will engrave your name in the statue as thanks. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's so. That's why the names are so few. Because like, that's a hard. That's a hard statue to be in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll be Mar- back. Malak will say, "Save us a spot." Because <laughs> oh, there's numerous space, like, <laughs> uh, and very, and very few, and very few, uh, and very few. Um, and very few adventuring groups can even get there. The last one who got who was engraved, the last engraving was roughly 40 years ago. With, okay. Um, okay. Mark then says, um, Okay, enough. Uh, give us our gold and the dagger. I need to get drunk. Eat my dagger. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and sure enough, you are led towards. Uh, yeah, sure enough, you're led towards your room, and um, you are. Um, actually, the gold that the, the pouches is given for you. They ask for it back, and tr- when you look inside, it is. Um, it's not necessarily real money, and but um, they exchange it with a real bag, and they say, "You you understand? Um, there are many risks in uh, flaunting so much gold." So we have decided. We have deemed it prudent to give you a decoy one as you parade around as champions first. But here is the real. <laughs> here is the real bag of gold. Um, so how much is and that? And then they they uh, a thousand. Okay. Well, and then they they give you your time to examine and inspect and to validate on your own that this is real gold. <laughs> Mala counts it one by one. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they give you the time. <laughs> As you're counting, the the cleric asks, uh, would you want that in platinum instead of gold? Oh. <laughs> Simply. Oh, because it's lesser it's lesser weight, lesser mm. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Like, yeah. Yeah. That would that'd be fine. That would be better. Yeah. So yeah, they How much is that? He takes it. Uh, one is to ten. So one hundred platinum, oh. right? But don't we give the yeah, gold? We can, it's, a, it, it's the same. We'll just give him half. So fifty platinum is five hundred gold, right? I think okay. so. Okay. So I'll, I'll hold on to it for now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, after after that, they are. Uh, yeah, you are. Wait, let me just double check. Sorry, the platinum. One GP. One five, I think. One fifth. So, not once to ten. Ah, uh, is it one? 
Well, let's just let's just say the wait. Let's just say you you have a hundred GP worth of platinum, <laughs> a thousand GP worth in platinum. Yeah, and then we'll yeah. recalculate later. Yeah, one thousand GP, and then five hundred, five hundred. Yeah. Well, let's yeah, let's make it. Yeah, so I don't make a mistake. I'll put it in. Yeah, GP just put first. it in GP first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. And yeah, afterwards, you are led outside to the, oh, the roaring crowd. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, no, no, the, the, yeah. He, he gives you one dagger. And um, the the dagger, um, as he presents it, you notice that um, the, the, the base of the dagger seems to be like, um, it's an elegant looking dagger. And um, you you it's an elegant looking dagger where the, ba the hilt of it looks like like um looks like a bunch of feathers in a like in a circular pattern um and as he he's as he um shows it to you he asks uh, perhaps um i may demonstrate its defining feature um, let's do it this this dagger <laughs> this dagger is um uh, this dagger leads uh um this dagger is very well balanced and will easily reach your target uh, at its expected range. However, the most defining feature of this dagger, and as he looks away, you notice uh, uh, you notice that you are in, in in a room with like a um, you're in a room, and then he points to like a random barrel and he throws the dagger. And as he throws the dagger, the dagger, true enough, hits the barrel. Um, that's standard fare. But what is standard after? After uh, less than a second later, you see the dagger uh, vibrate and instantly shoots back towards the cleric. And the cleric expertly catches it and shows it back and gives it back to you. And sure, it gives it to you. It is a simple. It is a simple. Wow. Is a simple it's key. Uh, you got vibrating daggers. Very useful. It comes back. <laughs> but wait, wait. Uh, um, out of the game. What's would it be useful for him more than an uh, when when would it be useful for him since he has a bow and arrow? Like if, when you're too uh, close. But is it uh, is yeah. it a plus one or something? Oh, it's a plus one. It's a plus oh, okay, one. Okay, there we go. But then that, that helps them. Yeah, it's a melee. plus one. Yeah. yeah, it's a plus one, and then it has the additional feature of when you throw it, it instantly flies back to you. So, for example, you have multi attack. You can throw back, throw back. Ooh. Dagger, dagger, dagger. Dagger, dagger. Wait, okay. how do I do plus one on my an, a weapon? There should be, if you add yeah. weapon, there should Attacks. be a dagger plus one. Mm -hmm. And then just put the whole, um, it returns to you after every attack. You can just put that description, description in the... Yeah, yeah but you when you add the weapon zone, there's a plus, there's a dagger plus one. Na. Okay. You don't need to uh, uh, no, uh, create one. It should be there. Uh, I'm figuring it out. I'll figure it out. Yeah, just go equipment yeah. and then add plus, add equipment. item, equipment, weapons, then go to dagger plus one. Dagger plus one. Weapons.
And go. yeah, as you as uh, did uh, do you have any more questions for him or like you guys are mostly you have your yeah, rewards now. <laughs> yeah, Malak doesn't say anything. We're done. We're good. <laughs> yeah. So um, after that, he he uh, he bids you farewell, and yeah, he just says tempos guide you. And yeah, you are off your merry way. And um, since since the ceremony, let's say it's like 30 minutes. After, let's say the whole thing from like leaving the tip, leaving the um top box of the arena to this. Let's say it took like 45 minutes to an hour. Mm-hmm. So it's not like four o'clock. And as you leave, since this took a while, the crowd that was you know um in your like parade uh has mostly dispersed already. But as they disperse, so does the uh, so does the um, the uh, fame of the silver shadows, as now Ooh. the taverns of this great city will hear about the victors of the Tyro Cup and the other cups that happened today. But if they're talking about the Tyro Cup, they will talk about you guys. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, and after this, I will say, this is where you feel the exhaustion and the numbness of fighting for to your fullest as uh, this really pushed you to your limit. Um, even though you guys are physically healed, uh, there is still the matter of like, uh, you guys are out of spell slots, out of resources. And yeah, I will say that that has some like mental toll on you. And after given that ah, with all of this ending and no more adrenaline pushing you to fight and win you now feel the full weight of the day bear down upon you um oh, and, the way. Oh. <laughs> and yeah um yeah at this point um where do you want to go feast yawning portal celebrate party yeah it's uh do you walk or do you take a carriage? I would take a carriage for big time. Take a carriage. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be certain. Okay, that's uh, that's going to be three. I'll say that's three copper. Okay. It's fine. That's fine. Fine. Worth it. <laughs> uh, you get into Minus the one copper each. Uh, yep. Yeah, you get into the carriage and um, yeah, you are led to the yawning portal. Um... Yeah, I'll say it's like a ten. It's like a ten-minute ride going there, and um, yeah. As you enter the how, tavern, how many people uh, are there? Sorry, in the tavern. In the in yeah in the in the in the yeah I mean common area like where we. I, do you want like an actual number or like a percentage of how full it is? A number. That's better. A number. Okay. Number. I'd say there's like 30 people. Oh, what's their oh, sorry. Four, three, <laughs> okay. What's their reaction when we get it when we go in? No, sorry, I'd say it's like 40 to 50 around that range. Okay. Would they react when we get in? Yeah, when they go in, it's like cheers, they go, hey. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and you hear you hear like someone says like, oh, it's a champion. And then you see like, oh, it's them. And um so I, yeah. I I go on top of the first table. I take off my mask. I ignite my sunblade. And I shout, first round's on me." 
<laughs> the crowd, God damn it. God damn it. The, the crowd erupts <laughs> and cheers. And the whole room is elated. And yeah, at some point you hear a guy start cheering. Silver Shadow. I, I grab the waitress and say the bill's on him. <laughs> he has a separate bill. I, I got the group gold. We'll find the uh, friends friends. And then uh, have a seat. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, true. Yeah, you find you, know, you find friends, friends, and yeah, they're standing, they're laughing, they stood up, but like um, they stood up, uh, greeted you, hugs. Well, if you want to be hugged, you can be hugged. Um, um, but yeah, they greet you. Uh, I mean, obviously, Elithau is Elithau and Merwin are like super happy. Calhorn is just like you know very, being very like social drinker, social drinker, and of course the stoic. Um, Atrazar, but you yeah. feel like his, the aura has changed. Like it's a little lighter. Like even if he gives like grunts and uh, even if he gives grunts as replies, um, the it's different. Yeah, he, like he, he can make yeah he can make the grunt sound different. But yeah, there's the smell of alcohol fills the room. The smell of like food and the aroma, all these aromas mixing together, and you hear laughter. You hear you hear. Yeah, you just hear people laughing, joking around, and yeah, it 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 is a warm room, and you feel the warmth through the occasional cool breeze that just like cuts through it occasionally. Um, this cool breeze coming down from the under mountain with a huge well at the center of the common room. Um, but other than that, uh, it's very homey, very nice, and yeah, you are filled with um. Joy as you, uh, uh, as this happens, and of course, at some point, Marin goes, "Okay, now we've made our agreements. Where's our gold for Fred?" Uh, yeah, I give him five hundred. She takes 500 it. Five hundred gold. She takes it, and she just holds it a little bit. Uh, she and then you see her like she's weighing it, and she stashes it in her. Uh, uh, she stashes it. Um, in her like belt buckle, and she says, "Okay, good We're working with you guys." Uh, she takes a big gulp, and then she fills it again, and now uh, a toast to Fred, the fucking Fred, to Fred, to, to, Fred. Fred. to my dagger, <laughs> to his dagger, to I'm his dagger. <laughs> then I, I'll, I'll slap uh, Atrazar in the in the back. You're such a hard man to hit, Tadrasar. Because he was the one that we couldn't hit at the end, barely. To the hard man for. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, you uh, enjoy your drinks, and you know, and then like, yeah, you hear. Uh, at some point, the general craze of the of your entrance like sort of winds down, and uh, but as um, it winds down, you hear. Um, um, As it winds down, that's where um, Red uh, uh, <laughs> Kelhorn goes. Well, since we have money, perhaps would I invite you all to a game of chance? More And he's money? holding three, three d six. He's holding three d six. Like he's all holding actual dice. Oh, like literally three d three d six. 
Gambling is. That's what you know what? It's a chance to get more money. Why not? Malak, uh, I'll pass. I'll watch. I'll watch Itsuki. Okay, I'll just I want more money. Drink. How much money do I have? Yeah, you just want to spend the money. You don't want to earn it back. <laughs> I'll, uh, no, no. I'll, I'll sign our uh, Sumedos. Uh, five gold that Itsuki loses. That's how I'll, I'll okay. earn money. I'll, I'll get my... I, but remember, I already have... Well, I understand the, the sign language. But even if I did it, Thieves can't can, uh, can understand the secret languages. That's true. Uh, no, no, yeah, true. But I don't think no, it's when, from... I, when I signed Awesome Edos, I assumed you also know it. Mm-hmm. It's, like, okay. it's just like Malak's, Malak's having fun eating and drinking, so I don't want to... Play, participate in the game, but I'll bet with Asumedos if you. Oh, do you take the okay, bet? Who's... Sure, I'll take oh, the bet. So take five, five gold. Oh, it's too much, man. Oh, oh, no. Two gold, two gold. Five is too, too big. I have to pay okay, for let's, um... <laughs> Okay, so who's joining? So just, just, just it's key. Okay. Uh... Kelhorn looks around and it seems only he's joining and he goes very well. Let us see, one let us one. see where where Lady Luck takes you. Now, this is an elvish elvish game, uh, and it is simple. You roll three dice, and based on the combination of rolls you have, will determine if your dice is better than mine. Uh, it is a quick and easy game, and it is easy for switching gold around. Uh, let's open with a meager amount of uh, 10 gold. 10 gold. Okay, 10 okay, gold. So, okay, so out of game. So the, the this one is, so you roll 3d6, and based on what you roll, that's going to be like how powerful it is. Mm-hmm. So if you get three success, you automatically win. You automatically win. If you get a three, if you roll a four, a five, and a six, that is also an instant win. If any, if the both of you roll, either of those two will have to re-roll again to determine. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. Anything other is just total. Ah uh, no no, no. Here's the other. Here's the others. Okay. Um, majority of the rolls. So if majority of the rolls will fall down to this category. So for example, you roll a three three five. You have uh five. You have five. If you roll a uh, five five two, you only have two, uh, so cancel, it's so. gonna be the odd the odd number out. It's gonna be the odd number out. So that'll be your um, okay. So if your, there's like, any number that has the same, cancel out cancels out. Yeah. So, so if it's a, a six, yeah. so if it's like a, a a one one six, it's a six. Yeah, you have six. And then All if Kelhorn right, okay. rolls like uh, uh like three one, three four. four. Got it. But if it's and like then, one, two, three. It's a tie. Uh, six, six. If it, yeah. If it's no, 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 no. If it's one, two, three, you automatically lose. Lose. Okay. Two, uh, three, four. So if there's no repeating numbers. If, if it's not any of those, uh, indeterminate. So just roll again. Okay. okay. So ah, actually, the rule needs not... to have two the same. Yes. Yes. Okay. So actually, since we're not, since. Not everyone's playing. Um, 
let's have uh let's have the others roll the other two the gotcha so rj yeah so rj let's have you roll one and then two back throw two okay so like we can okay so one d6 yeah, just roll 1d6. Just roll 1d6. Okay. And then two back rolls 2d6. Now? Okay. Oh, just tell me when. No, no, no. No. It's key roll first. So roll 3d6. Okay. So we just know what. 3d6. I have 3d6. So it's going to be easy. 5, 6, 3. 5, 6. 5, 6, five, 3. So that's three. nothing. Nothing. Four, 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 five, six, nothing. 4, 5, 6. Panalo na sana. 4, 5, 6. Panalo na ako. Okay. Okay. 1, 3... Shit, don't be three. Oh, one, two. three, two. Fuck, I lose. Oh shit. <laughs> do I have? Do we? Does Kaloran have to roll? He might get a one, two, three, also, <laughs> right? No, automatically. Yeah, no, no. Might... If Kaloran also gets a one, two, three, oh, one, two, three, yeah. three he loses. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so both so of you roll. Guys roll. Okay. The Malak okay. stands and shouts, "Go, Kaloran! You suck!" <laughs> two, one. Four, five. Four. Three, four, three, five. Five. three, four, five. Ah, uh, nothing. Indeterminate. So oh, roll so again. More. No, so he, oh, he doesn't win. Roll, roll again. It, either you need to either you, you have roll you have to be you have to be one of the categories. Okay, okay, mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. Three, six, two. two. Is that a two? Nine. Two. So roll again. Nine, nine, nine. Roll again. Uh, I think you're gonna roll one, two, three. Six 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 shit. Oh, well, so it depends. Six, six, one. 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 Yeah, either way, you win. So you win. You with win. The, with the one. <laughs> so current like thank you. Suck. So Suck. RJ, I, I get. Give, I get. Two, I give huh? two gold to Malak. I lose ten gold. Current like you can give gold. Participate again. One, one more. Double or nothing. Twenty gold. Okay. okay. Sure. So, Twenty. I, I, I the so, is forty. I tell Malak. Uh, double as okay. well. Four. Okay. Okay. Go go go. Okay. Winner go. Winner go first. So okay. the two of you roll your. I uh, know. Winner go first. So okay. it's okay. Five and a one. Two, nothing. One, two, five. And roll again. No, nothing. Roll again. Roll again. One, two. Uh, so Four three. Six. Nothing. Four three six. Six. Nothing. Six again. One, six. Six. Three. 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 Okay. Three. 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 Shit! Oh, you lose. Okay, four. I give I'm, Malak I'm four. Four gold. I'm, 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 that's it. That's it. No more. Yeah, no and, more. and I was, it was like, Kelhorn, no, where are you getting his gold? It's like, oh, for Fred. You <laughs> gotta give him good wine when we, you wake him we, up. Uh, yeah, I'm disappointed, but I also know when to cut my losses. I lost 30 gold already. <laughs> Kelhorn's like, are you sure, friend? I'm very sure. I'm good with my money. And like my friend here just keeps buying other people drinks. <laughs> very well. It was a good, <laughs> it was a good it was game. A good game. I know. I learned a new dice game. I like it. Oh, it's an actual dice game. I can send you guys the wiki link. Later. Go, go. Uh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. Okay. So yeah, as you drink, like, do you guys ask anyone anything? Like, what happens during dinner? Like, like. <laughs> what are the tales that they're telling about the silver shadows of our? It's so uh, fast. <laughs> what are the songs that they're singing about the silver shadows? Roll me a perception check. All of us? Anybody? No, no. It's he's the one who asked that. So I'll I'll give it to first. Plus five. Ah, no. Aren't you you expert? So plus... That's supposed to be plus six at minimum. Oh. Wait. How did I... Since your expertise in that. Um, But currently... Um, Can you guys teach him how to add expertise? I'll just go to the CR real quick. No, uh, is it in the edit character? No, uh, so what you do is persuasion, right? A uh, perception? Mm, perception. Right. So click on perception. There's going to be a paragraph that comes out, right? Uh-huh. I scroll down. What does it say? Bonus breakdown. Plus two... Wisdom modifier plus three proficiency bonus. So what's missing? How do I add expertise? Uh, what I do, I don't know if it's the correct way, but I just go to like uh, uh, edit character and then where do I add it? Uh, wait, let me see my other characters there. Edit character. Oh, where did I add it? So, um, in your Fight Club, right, at the mm-hmm. rightmost, there's like the note section, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if you scroll down, you can see Rogue Features. Mm-hmm. And then at the at some point, you see Expertise, right? Yep. Yeah, tap that. Oh, there then, we go. And then Modifier. Yeah. Add modifier. Yeah, the Modifiers. Is there anything in Modifiers? Nothing. No, nothing. Nothing. Okay. Rogue so features. Add, oh wait. Yeah, expertise. and then you click on expertise, and then it it just it has op- the description, right? Got it. Yeah. So you add your add the new modifier, and then uh you name it. So just expertise right. one or like um expertise. expertise perception something like that. That's what I yeah something like what that. I did. Yeah. yeah, and then category is skill, and then. Plus two. And then uh, type is you put the proficiency and then you put the skill. So in our case, it's going to be perception. Perception. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then your value is a proficiency bonus. Proficiency bonus. Yeah. So it automatically scales to their proficiency. Ooh. Ah, it scales with so proficiency. That... Yeah. Any... Expertise scales with their proficiency. Any expertise? Scales with proficiency. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Wait, I forgot. So I did perception and... Insight, I think? Was it insight? Yeah, because at higher levels, you have a plus 60 proficiency. Yeah. So if you have percep- if you have per- expertise, it's going to be a plus 12. So mm. do... Cancel expertise... Yeah. Done. Done. 
Okay. Ooh, plus eight. Okay. So twenty-three. Sorry, your sorry, your wisdom is plus two. Uh, plus two. Okay. So perception right now is wisdom modifier plus two, proficiency bonus plus three, multi rogue bonus plus three, expertise bonus plus three. Right. Hmm. Yeah. Expertise. Okay. So yeah, um, you you attune your senses and you try to listen in on different conversations happening in the Yonim portal. And some of the conversations are rather like mundane, of like, oh, how was your day? It's like, oh, like, uh, like, oh, he gave me such a bad time today. But others, like, true enough, you tune in and you, and you listen. It's like, I was there when the silver shadows won. And the others, like, oh, really? What happened? It's like, oh, like apparently they teamed up. And it's like, oh, I, I, and one's like, I never, oh, I never thought you could do that. It's like, well, they did. Maybe that's why they won. And yeah, you hear another conversation of like, yeah, imagine they won given how much, like, based on the preliminaries, I didn't think they were going to won. It's like, why? The other one was just like dancing weirdly throughout the whole fight. Um, but yeah, like, that's sort of different conversation. And then it's like, actually, I bet, I actually bet on Fred's friends, you know, because they had, you know, because uh, like, I want to root for Fred. And, and <laughs> And the, and the other ones like yeah they managed to they managed to take out one of uh, one of the silver shadows uh, but you know I guess when the Asimar lit up it was game over <laughs> um, but yeah I mean mostly that's that's where the conversations um, uh, that's where the um, uh, yeah that's where the conversations and you hear like weird ones it's like it's like oh I think we need to go we need to add hazard pay to our services between dragon sightings and flying deserts in the Anarok desert think tomorrow we're still alive <laughs> um, and yeah that's uh, that's mostly what you hear when you scan the room uh, when you listen into the room um, you know most of the conversation is uh, for the benefit of the silver shadows um, but yeah Oh, at some point, Dan Bean comes and you know uh, refills your uh, refills your uh, drinks, and he just goes, "Oh, congratulations!" Who was this? Dan Bean. Dan Bean. Dan Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and he just goes like, uh, oh, "Oh, it's really cool that uh, you uh, you guys followed uh, followed the lead of the tournament. Um, you're winners now. You're always winners. Yeah, maybe it's not hang, unusual. You can hang a flag of us. <laughs> yeah, he just nods and like gives you another round of drinks that, um, um." Uh, and uh, before he leaves, he actually turns to Malak and says, um, I've given everyone their first drink. Um, are you paying for the next one or do we stop? Stop. <laughs> oh, I, I said first round. That's it. Okay. We thought oh, that we thought that 
we thought that you'd want to keep the festive mood and continue with the second and the third and the fourth if you wanted. Yeah, Dan, I'm in a good mood. I'm not that great mood. First round is fine. <laughs> How okay. much do I owe you? Uh, wait. Say four gold. Four gold? Yeah. Oh, okay. And I make sure. You can do another round. <laughs> you just won that for me anyway. <laughs> then you then uh, then uh. You do the next round. Then you do the next round, horns. And then as uh, I go to pay, I look straight into Itsuki's eyes to make sure that he sees that I'm getting it from my wallet, not the group wallet. Good. And then I nudge horns. What? Tell him if you're gonna do it. No, that's fine. <laughs> Dad, we just look expectingly if he's gonna, uh, if he's gonna, uh, he's gonna, you know, he's gonna receive the order. But uh, after a while, when nothing, yeah, he like there's a slightest a slump of the shoulders as he returns to the bar, <laughs> and you and you just hear Dern, I just hear Dern and shake his head and <laughs> shake his head. <laughs> um, no, it's just that we have an early date tomorrow, and I think you guys also have one. You better look after Fred soon. So mm. we are we're gonna have an important meeting. Yeah, and, and then it goes, yes, uh, of course. Um, yeah, lady. Uh, yes, uh, we'll, we'll drink again someday. With Fred. I don't I don't find Ilithal pretty, right? So uh, when do we meet this Fred? Oh, if um, if uh, if you're well, if you want to visit him or um, tomorrow, actually, we're leaving first thing in the morning. To get to um, the village of Loudwater, uh, Cloud you want water? to see him there. Loud, oh. as in loud. <laughs> Loudwater. Yeah. Oh, I thought I thought he was in the city. It's like no, no, he can't travel right now. Where's Loudwater? I'm looking for it. Uh... Is it in the map? No. E, it should be. <laughs> the map uh... is big. <laughs> It's yeah, it's here. Pretty I'll, far. I'll, I'll move one up. I'll move here. There. Where? I put like a. I put like a little. Oh, okay, uh, okay. I got it. That's pretty far. Yeah. Yeah. Crap. Okay. Yes. Yeah, we have to go now. I mean, uh, uh we'll have to go first thing in the morning. Um. Lady Zelman would be most pleased when her husband is finally uh, cured of this ailment. Okay, and then uh, as I stand up, ready to bed, I say, um, consider yourselves uh, a permanent friends of the Silver Shadows. So if you need us, just let us know. More friends. Just don't yes, ask us for more gold. Because <laughs> this guy will... Oh, this guy will <laughs> cut my legs off. And then I head up to the like, oh. room. Okay. 
oh, before you leave, um, it, uh, Shiva announces that uh, she has a contact in the city and that she'll pursue that contact tomorrow. And um, yeah, if there's, okay. if she'll send news if uh, anything changes. Um, and then she also goes up to her bed. Um, oh, and Angelo, can I assume Malak's uh, steed is still up, right? Since I didn't use it. It'll be uh, yeah. around somewhere. Okay. It should uh, be in the... The tables. Yeah, that's fine. Might change my annals. Okay. And uh, how about the two of you? Are you guys still staying in, or um, are you gonna head up or in? I'm gonna head up and tinker with my new, uh, with my new dagger. Vibrating blades. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, she's gonna be like. <laughs> oh, and Angelo, um, since I got Hunter's Mark from. Oath of Vengeance, I can't change it for something else, right? Because it's like a given. Yeah, it's a given. A given, okay. Yeah. And yeah, uh, actually, it's as you return, you are <laughs> you are uh, greeted by Tempe. Um, Shit, I forgot I had, I had a pet. And Tempe just jumps at you and greets you and cuddles you. And you can actually yeah. add it in uh, fight, fight Club. Huh? Did you add Tempe in Fight Club? I think you did. There's I think you did. There's a creatures there. Creature, yeah. The temporary okay. creature. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. We play. I. Uh, I exercise. Debbie uh... tries to catch it. <laughs> uh, well, I, I try to have him like run around and follow it around whenever it returns to me. So Tempe gets tired and falls asleep. <laughs> oh, like he, he is nowhere near as fast as that dagger. So like um. Like the moment he tries to catch it, it's already in your hands. <laughs> um, but yeah, Tempe just runs around, and yeah, after a while, he tires himself out. And you know, with the last remaining strength, he cuddles next to you and falls asleep. Um, yeah, uh, Asumedus, uh, you all stay for a bit, or no? You... I go to my room, quietly meditate, and send all emotions back to my patron. And yeah, you say uh, with your victories and the euphoria of uh, and the euphoria the of crowd. Uh, the crowd and you know uh, winning. Um, you, you there's a wave of uh, approval that washes over you, and um, and uh, after a while, you hear a voice in your head. Uh, that just says good, and just says, uh, yeah. He, you hear your patron just utter the word good, and uh, gold, good, G O. Oh, yeah. Good, yeah. I was worried. And, gold. Oh, I don't have much. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, and uh, the your patron just says, um, um. I bestow to you another gift. May this one protect you. Do not die before I have more. Do not die before I may properly use you. Wow, what's that? And with and with that, like uh, um, that feeling of being watched over fades. And it's that that time, and you feel with the thumb 
sounds of the tavern below you. That's when you feel that you're truly now alone. Um, and yeah, you, it's enough to get you by and uh, fall asleep. Um, but yeah, uh, the next day arrives and you are all now officially rested. Long rested. And long rested and technically this is the this is your official level six yeah your official level six um so yeah um um okay um when you go down um it's obviously it's not as busy as it's not as busy as last night and uh, uh, it's not as busy as last night and you are uh, greeted by breakfast brought by Dan Bean before he uh, he you know turns in the shift um, since yeah since he's night shift um, and yeah. Uh, do you guys do anything over breakfast or nothing? No man. Yeah, I think stuff. we should feed have the, breakfast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, where's our axe beaks, by the way? It's still with um, Silvarian? No, it's at the back. You uh, under them. You you give them stabling for. You paid for stable okay. space. Yeah. As you guys. Oh, said. okay. And they're also fed, right? I forgot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like. Like when you stable them, like it's part of like a package thing. So don't mm-hmm. worry about that. Um, Thank you. And yeah, where? after as you are eating, you uh, yeah, go. You go. First. No, no, no. I was gonna ask where two boys. Well, I think that it's fun staying in the city and the turnant is such a high but i think we should get back to work on him i recall we had to go back to meet with a group of people about the giants should perhaps we head there first yeah. you should start traveling and just leave word for uh, Shivra to Shivra. Uh, meet us uh, after she does her thing with her brother. Okay. And as you are as you are conversing, as you're talking, uh, you uh, uh, there's a the, the sounds of a door opening. Um, the sound of the door opening, and when you look, you notice it is Zrox, Leander's half orc attendant. Hey, Zrox, have you had breakfast? Here to uh, join yes, us. I, I have breakfast. Uh, it's like, ah, uh, you are not yet done. Uh, very well, I shall uh, wait with you. And as he enters, there's that you hear, uh, as he enters, you are surprised and you don't hear, but uh, the, the white uh, barn owl uh, flies in and lands on, uh, lands in on Zrock's shoulder as he enters. And like, yeah, he just, he doesn't mind uh, the owl and as he sits. And yeah, he uh, sees all of you and greets you and goes like, ah, you are missing a member. I believe you have a tabaxi with you. Uh, Is she not yet awake? She must have uh, 
she's she mentioned she would be leaving so oh. she has a different um appointment uh, quest appointment. that's right oh, very well um also i've heard that the four of you are now this year's tyro cup champions you have my congratulations drop i told you you could have joined us be, uh... <laughs> your name would have been part of that uh no i am i am content with uh serving the house von bielfeld um i call i call dan being over yeah and that it's like uh give me a glass of your most your best ale Oh, okay. And then uh, he quickly uh, he quickly um, goes back to the bar, and um, after like a couple of minutes, uh, after um, yeah, uh, just one glass. Yes. Uh, he returns with one glass, and you see, uh, you see, it, it's a clear, uh, it's a clear drink with like blue, with like a blue tinge to the liquid. And as you approach, you notice that between the ice cubes, you see like a small, like stat, a bit of static, uh, zapping around the ice cubes. Wow. And um, as he gives it to you, uh, he's a. Uh, um, says uh, this is the one that we have at the ready. It's. Uh, it's part of the Draconic Ale series. This is the blue variant. How much is this? Uh, five copper for this glass. Okay. Okay. Shall we, boys, leave? Let's. Let's. And yeah, as a, as a, as but yeah, as you drink it, you feel. No, I don't. Uh, I don't drink it. I I get it. I put it in the middle. Of the table and I tap it like for you, sir AA. And then we leave. For Silvarin. And then that means it's like no matter to get it or not, but like um are you gonna drink that? <laughs> <laughs> it's for a friend. Oh, okay. Um Okay, um, well, I'm going to keep it at the bar if he's going to pick it up. Um, um, just tell him that it came from you. So, okay. I'll, I'll mention it to the one taking over my shift that uh, it's at the ready. And he takes, oh, he he's, he takes the... He's a ghost. Oh, oh. Hmm. And Malak just talks out. <laughs> I'll leave Still just wasting money. <laughs> It's my yeah, as, as, I'm good. Yeah, as as uh, as you walk out, as you as you guys walk out, you, um, you just hear Dan Bingo. I mean, I mean, we can add a couple of spirits to make it incorporeal enough to be dragged by ghosts. Hmm. And like, yeah, you just see him take it back, but like, very perplexed. But like, the fact that he's not outright denying it, he's not, he's not outright, you know. I love this guy. Um, Dismissing like, it. Yeah. No, like shit happens in this tavern. <laughs> They're ready. So Dan Bean just doesn't know yet. Like how to properly 
uh, prepared as direct. But yeah, you leave and you are taken by another carriage. And once again, you are led towards the... Um, you are, before going into the Lord's Alliance meeting, you are led Ooh. towards the uh, the estate of the Von Bielfelds. And um, yeah, as you enter the same familiar manner, you are greeted by Leander wearing um, more expensive clothes as you are entering into a meeting but still he has a drink at hand and even in the morning it just takes a big gulp he sees you all and goes like well uh, today's the day let's see if we can get these uh, fuckers to not destroy the world again um, and as he uh, he goes down the stairs and he leads you back to his study and goes then before we go there uh, let's Let's make sure you know who the key players are, so you don't you don't be totally surprised. Um, and yeah, and as he leads you, he just goes, "Oh, by the way, congratulations!" Thank you. Damn straight. Just go. The clerics of Tempus give we you the same. You. Uh, clerics of Tempus give you the same speech of like uh, engraved in the memories of stone. <laughs> I didn't really pay attention. I just wanted the gold and the wind. Like, yep. Uh, you truly are adventurers. And yeah, as you are led inside to study, um, he gives you like a crash course into the Lord's Alliance. And you go, and like, yeah. He basically introduces you to the people who will be attending the meeting. Um... And yeah, he okay. Let's let's get started, shall we? Uh, and yeah, he sees the four of you just and goes like, hmm. "The Tabaxi not joining us." She'll follow. Uh, okay. Okay. Anyway, let's get started. Um, he casts uh, he casts a spell, and in front of you, he casts minor illusion, and in front of you appears a small figure of uh, of uh, he, uh, a small figure, and he starts naming the representatives who will <laughs> be present at the meeting today. Um, and as he names as he names um, as he names the names, and he paces around, giving like um, comments on who they are. Uh, he goes down the list and it says, okay, first one. Uh, Downer Ilzimmer, representative Down. for Amphil. Oh, I'll send the whole list now. Oh, okay, so, thank you. <laughs> I was going to write this, it down. This is a long, I know, long it's going to be a bit of a note. There. Ooh, Cherry cheeks. Nice. Does oh. oh shit, it is long. Yeah. Okay. Does yeah, Leander, Leander just goes around naming these guys and goes like, okay, let's start with Amphail. Um, I'm since you came from Tribor, uh, I assume you passed this. It's the closest village next to Waterdeep, full of horses. 
and no, just tortoises and nobles running around. Um, most probably they'd be spooked uh, since they're outside the city gates and would uh, about this giant threat. Okay. What do you call this group again? The one that you sent? The Lords, Lords Alliance. Lords Alliance. These are, yeah. The uh, oh, and be, sorry. Before he started naming, um, before he started naming these guys, it was like the Lords Alliance is a group of people who basically want to make sure that every part of the world is civilized and educated and protect each other. Where in reality, they just uh, they just want everyone to work together to make sure that people don't attack each other all the time. Um, so far, there are 10 cities who are part of this alliance. And um, yeah, he starts looking for the birds and just goes like, yeah. Um, yeah, these are a couple of villages have joined recently. And um, yeah, they're to ensure that if anything big happens, they pool their resources together to fight the next big thing. Uh, in this case, it's the Giants. So uh, hopefully, uh, based on the meeting today, they don't combine forces to wage war against Giants and basically ruin the entire world. So yeah, let's just say that he just names the names and gives the basic descriptions. So later, you just give like just ask, you can just ask me questions later. So and then I'll just answer. Like I won't give you all the information now. So, um, so I, I, we won't be bogged down by this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No worries. Yeah. <clears throat> And yeah, bef- and um, and yeah. After he names the names, he goes as the hosting city, um, the leader of the leader, uh, the leader of Waterdeep, uh, Lyral Silverhand will be present. Although I'll still be there as the representative of the Lords Alliance. Um, so yeah, there'll be two of us. There'll be two of us representing Waterdeep, and you guys will stay. It's a circular table, but you guys will be at our little section of the circle since you're our guests um but yeah i mean just give them your report of what happened so they know what to expect um none so as so far as i know none of these cities have been directly attacked by the giants so they're either scared or paranoid and just want to lash out hopefully that doesn't happen um but yeah, any questions? Um, Let's get to it. Let's kill peeps. Answer itching. Okay. Mm-hmm. As he leaves, like Zerox, another one for the road, please. And then Zerox <laughs> gives him like another martini glass and he just finishes before you get to the carriage. And as you leave, he is um, he he takes a, a very exquisite looking staff, uh, so, and um, is uh, in, puts on a very uh, uh, a very um, ornate, elegant looking, elegant, 
ornate robe. But he's still wearing pants. Yeah. Uh, he's wearing pants. The robe is more of like a cloak. Um, but yeah. And as he flies out, the owl lands on his shoulder. And um, the barn owl lands on his shoulder. And yeah, you are all led back to the, ca- uh, to the carriage. As you are led to the ca- uh, Waterdeep's castle at the, at the heart of the city. And um, at this time, you are... Um, uh, since it is early morning, um, since it's early morning, the, it's not so busy. Uh, but... Uh, especially this sector of the city, but as you cross over into like the political heart of the city, um, you notice the the streets getting busier and busier until at some point you are um, you are dropped off at the uh, political at the like at the um, capital building of Waterdeep. Um, it's a old uh it's at the foot like as you when you enter the city right uh, when you got here there's a huge mountain right so this castle is at the foot of that mountain and it is it is made of like white marble and as you enter you see a very ornate it's the, the size is modest but the styling and the architectural notes uh make it uh, make it look a bit bigger than it is and uh, it looks more ornate and you are led into uh, a separate side room um, a separate side room and this one is like a, it has a circular table um, with like exposed beams and the like the beams are decorated with like um, sea motifs and uh, true enough you see the uh, you see the representatives at the ready and as you enter, you are greeted by an attendant with a tray full of uh, rings. And um, you are instructed to wear one. Um, as Le- Leander instinctively just uh, nonchalantly gets his and put it on. before, uh, But before that, he gives like a deep sigh. Um, and yeah, um, do you take one immediately? <laughs> what is this crap? <laughs> says Twin says people here are paranoid that one can listen into their thoughts so this rings make sure that your mind is protected from any of that magic um but of course it's very useful can we keep it (laughs) (laughs) well i signed to them we might keep it (laughs) i'll try my best to keep it okay and then, yeah, uh, but before entering, Leander just um, leans over the owl and like there's a look between them and the owl just flies off. Um, and yeah, you enter the room as I have described and at the, uh, um, you see the representatives, but Leander makes a beeline towards the, the leader of Waterdeep, uh, Darrell's uh, Silverhand. And um, let's see, for Mala, Uh, you're very much her type. I'm her type. Mm-hmm. She's my type. She's your type. Oh shit! Malak's like. Uh. Oh, it, am I still beside Leander? 
yeah, you're to- you guys are together. And um, at this point, he introduces you to her. And he goes like, Laryl Silverhand, these are the adventurers I spoke of earlier um, that encountered the fire giants at Tribor. Um, adventurers, this is Laryl Silverhand, leader of Waterdeep, the open lord of Waterdeep. And uh, Laryl just like, oh, it is a... It's good that you came out of that encounter alive and well. Uh, I hope uh, I hope your tales will bring uh, more information as the rest of the alliance, uh, referring to the Lord's Alliance, is very much at unease with the giant situation spreading throughout the Sword Coast. And yeah, at this point, do you guys say anything or like? Malak just grunts. Don't worry, he may grunt a lot, but he means well. Yeah, and then Laro just gives like a like a smile of like understanding. Um and says, oh, don't worry, I've um I've lived long enough to uh, uh, meet a couple of his types. <laughs> and uh, <sighs> she says graciously before the before I know <clears throat> before I know, shall we begin? And yeah, you are seated. It's like a circle, and each, uh, each it's divided into ten, and each section is dedicated to a, uh, dedicated to a um, uh, representative. And uh, Laryl, uh, as they sit down, Laryl still, Laryl, uh, continues standing as she begins the meeting and just says. We have called you here today to discuss the giant threats that have be, uh, that have begun appearing throughout not only the Sword Coast, but into this entire northern region. And she is immediately interrupted with, <laughs> as you remember, um, uh, to, uh, Togran Bronze Fist, the representative of Mithral Hall, a dwarf. And he says, damn right we are. Uh, it says giants have been at it again. It's that. When are we just gonna let those? When are we just let those big fuckers run over us, pretending that these are still their lands? If they have an issue with us, we should have no reservations in putting the offensive back at them. And you see a couple of heads nodding, and um, you see Laryl, like you know, um try to keep her composure um, um he goes he goes it would be very much deadly and very much at the cost of everyone around us if we immediately and unceremoniously start attacking them thus spreading warfare and strife throughout our whole lands um and you see a couple of heads nod, and um, we have and, and we have no idea why these giants have started appearing and have started to attack. And we must know more before we can take action. And she points towards uh, the three of you and goes, "These adventurers have seen these attacks firsthand, and perhaps they may illuminate us as to what has uh, what they're after." And um, yeah, she looks at the three of you expectantly. And after that, oh, everyone else looks at you. <laughs> uh, what do you guys do? Wait, um, Leander doesn't like 
it's the same with the uh, Lara, right? She do he doesn't want war. Yeah, no, Leander, Leander and Lara like work together. Like actually, like Lara is the leader of Waterdeep, and Leander is the representative in the Lords Alliance. So they, they, yeah, they work together. Yeah, it's just so it's just since that, uh, since Waterdeep is like the host city, like she's here and she's also here. So she might as she wanted to go to the meeting also. Just tell him about uh, some some things might be controlling the giants and shit. We're not even sure about that though. But one thing's for sure: we had these fire giants that ravaged the entire tribal, almost burning the entire city to the ground, only to dig and find some alloy. And take it with them. But they weren't acting alone though. Or it's, it seems that it was too convenient for a sinister group to cause a distraction while the fire giants had their way. It seemed that they basically worked together. And uh, as as you say that the uh, representative from Neverwinter, uh, Zantina uh, Zernetin, a gnome female, just goes. But that all that, even if that's the case, we should that they've already attacked us. And if we're talking about morality and ethics, we are completely on the side. Uh, it's completely within reason if we attack them as well. And she is immediately countered by the representative of. Um, who was the first? Who who's this one? The, the female that spoke. The Neverwinter. Neverwinter. Uh, Zantina. Okay. Zantina. Yeah, and then she is. Uh, how many lives are you willing to sacrifice for an all-out attack against not a race of pushovers you're talking about the fire giants right here and it seems like they've got more groups sinister groups surrounding them and helping them we can't just attack brazenly not knowing what we're up against yeah, and then at that point, the representative Viarthar, Caspir Dryland, goes here, here. These, we are not fighting great brutes of uh, simple-minded brutes. These are giants. They are intelligent folk. And the fact that they are only, they have only appeared in Tribor just to dig, and then he looks at you, like, just for confirmation that they did dig. Um, and not destroy the village in itself means that there is something deeper happening beneath the surface uh we must know what that is and it then was, the others, uh, and then you... the metal was uh what's that adamantine right adamantine, adamantine yeah adamantine mm-hmm. does anybody have insight on what adamantine is used for I think As we were told that. by our cloud giant friend, right? Yeah, but maybe these people have okay. experience. Uh, other races, like, do, does, do giants use adamantine at all? 
That's they, right. if, if they have no care, they might be being used as a, a tool to just uh, mine these things. We can so stop ask, the source. You, you ask about uh, adamantine. Mm. Yep. Okay. So I'll, uh, as you ask that, obviously, everyone turns towards the two dwarves there as the, uh, they're the ones most experienced with it. Um, the one from Mirabar speaks up um, uh, Torin, uh, Silver Branch, uh, a dwarf mate, and just goes, Adamantine is used in a number of, uh, a number of applications. Top of these are top grade weapons and weapons for war. If these and fire giants, while I hate them to my core, I must admit that they are very well versed in the art of forging. And under their capable hands, who knows what they'll make? A giant, a giant metal structure that rains down fire, a huge metallic dragon that they can automate from afar. With adamantine at their hands, you can make any you can you can easily make anything not only strong but also magical by nature. And then there's soft murmurs as the potential devastation of these the collection of adamantine. Um uh, what it, it could imply. Um, do do giants typically use adamantine weapons, or are there other nations, races that use it a little bit more? We did see uh, a, a Yuanti person managing the attacks in Tribor. It says. Uh, the dwarf continues to talk. Uh, Torin continues to talk and just says, "Anyone, anyone who has access to adamantine can make uh, capable works of art. If it all depends on who is making it and their technique. Um, if these giants truly want to destroy and devastate uh, the rest of our races, I wouldn't put it past them to put effort." into designing intricate war machines to be used against us. We have selves or have, we have, we ourselves have uh, used adamantine and we have sold adamantine armor that truly block any devastating hits. If these giants, if these giants, if these giants are just acting simply and just want to encase themselves in armor that in itself is devastating because adamantine blocks very powerful attacks keeping them going for gods the gods know how long um and then another one look um uh, the elf that you saw yes a couple of days ago uh visara the uh, representative of Silvery Moon looks towards your group and says, "You mentioned you want Are they working in conjunction with these giants, or did you feel that these were these you want elements uh, acted in servitude?" Uh, well, knowing knowing you want myself, they will not be in servitude. <laughs> They must be the ones, uh, the brains behind this operation. 
we are not sure, but we met one, an agent named Zati. And she did not seem to be serving. She seemed to be working leading. side by side, at the least. She could be leading, but she was at the least side by side. And we we found uh, a note from a per, uh, uh, an agent of theirs that we killed called the Black Spider. That Zati and presumably the Fire Giants are working under a name of Duke Zal uh, Zalto. Is that right? Zalto. Duke Zalto. Yeah, Zalto. Duke Zalto. Yeah. That is yeah, something falls, confirmed. And then she falls back perplexed. And then says, why would you want to ally themselves with these giants? If giants see a, us, uh, us as also lesser. Um, and yeah, I'm like, you know, theories are being thrown around the room. Are the being thrown around. Does anybody, I, I interrupt everybody in a loud voice. Does anybody yeah. know anything about the ordering? They all look at each other and then they all look towards Laurel and um, Laurel says unfortunately uh, there have been few giants who are willing to divulge that information. Uh, I have known very few and none of the ones that I know uh, speak of the uh, speak of the ordering. And you hear in Leander start speak speaking up and goes like oh and speaking up is uh, speak up and goes like well Harshnag might know about the ordering and then the couple and then you see a couple of people's like Harshnag uh, you, you uh, Harshnag you mean there's giants working with you and said oh. and Leander's like yes Harshnag is a giant that works for the city of Waterdeep and has been instrumental with the dragon resurgence 40 years ago. Um, if, and then he looks around and goes like, if you think that Harshnag has turned against this city, that he has sacrificed, uh, that, he, that he has sacrificed to protect, that is not the Harshnag that I know. And then, obviously, there are arguments against Harshnag turning, Harshnag, you know, um, being like a sleeper agent. Um, but, I mean, back to, back to you, Malak. The, your original question seems to be drowned out by fear and prejudice. As, <laughs> um, But as this conversation was going, like these, this, this conversation feel, I mean, politicians. So... <laughs> It seems that the conversation keeps going round and round and round. And at some point, Leandro even sides us, gives you the guys a side eye, indicating that he too is also like, <laughs> parang getting full of it. But at some point, the doors open, and you hear uh, you hear a, a, a lean a lean uh, male human barge in the room, and catches his breath and goes like, "Golden fields, golden fields." And like it takes a while, and one of the dwarves says, "Out with it! What happened with Golden Fields? It's like it's been attacked by hill giants." Hill giants. Hill giants. And everyone just uh -oh. like perks up. Everyone <laughs> Perfect just perks timing. up. 
just everyone just perks up and like eyes this guy and just like goes explain yourselves it's a um the uh the scout just said we've uh i've come i've come from the i've come from golden fields and it was recently attacked and it was attacked by hill giants they wanted access to the where the food stocks there and um they were mostly unsuccessful um and then one of the dwarves goes but still they attack this is why we need to counter attack to make sure nothing nothing of this sort happens and then the dwarf looks at um the representatives of uh water deep never winter and baldur's gate so that's and says and no actually looks at the whole room in particular to those three and goes golden fields is the basket of this entire region you're telling me that even after this attack you're still willing to sit by idly and let giants run run rampant and oh you know, once again the room has interrupted into <laughs> the room has erupted into roundabout arguments and conversations um i look at uh, leander and then i shout again and then nobody said anything about not doing something but war against who you don't even know who's fu- which are are they all working together are they separate groups is there somebody behind it without knowing the real reason it's gonna be nasty. It's gonna be a nasty fight. And the, Do you even and, know where uh, they are? Where is the, the golden goes. field? Is it nearby? Oh, golden field is like right beside Walter Deep. <laughs> okay, okay. Like, wait, I'll show you in the map. Just the map. Yeah. What? So go where Walter Deep is, uh-huh. and mm-hmm. then uh, I'll put by North Fargo. Here or high road. Oh, there. North okay. Faro. Follow that road. It's golden. It's like it's right okay. there. Okay. <laughs> also, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Golden fields. And it's but, like the um. Is it common knowledge yeah, that they they know where giants are or like do they have a fortress? Is it like or they just disappear? They like nobody knows, right? No so, one knows. Yeah. So that's what no I thought. No Yeah, people are just like freaking out. And then like um. Malax is like. You want to go to war with who? Where? Where are you going to send people? You don't even know where they are. This this situation needs clarification. This needs a scalpel. You need a few groups. Gather information. While you prepare. And um, the representative of Baldur's Gate. Uh, a male half-orc named Agenar uh, just says, yes, the, the, the warrior speaks right. We have no idea what to do. And if we were going to attack something, we, have, we might as well be attacking from the dark. You must know what has caused this absurd... Uh, you must know what this ordering is and how is, why is it affecting these giants. Then I raise my but, hand. We, we oh, yeah. do know something about the ordering. Then I look at <laughs> he's lazy. I look at the Sumedos. Then I tell them about 
what uh, Zephyros told us regarding the ordering. Yes, that's true. So I guess we need to give them a little bit of history of the ordering, wherein it is the order of which the giants um, place themselves similar to cast a cast or caste system, where you start with the hill giants to be the very at the very bottom mm -hmm. of the ordering. And then as it goes up the we explain it to them in a, in a brief manner as it goes up in terms of uh, importance and skill you'll find yourselves the fire giants and the cloud giants and what's the highest peak storm sky storm storm storm, storm. Hmm. but what they that has to do with what's happening um it's still very unclear but from the looks of it Fire giants being higher up on the scale could probably cause the hill giants to do things for them. We might be facing some entity that's above all of this. And for what purpose? We need everyone's intelligence uh, teams to scour what they can find. We can only beat them with intelligence. We don't even know where they are. We don't know when they'll strike next. We don't but even you know, know what? Uh, go. Sorry. Go, go. Yeah. But you know what, what? What I know is that we're wasting time while Golden Fields is being attacked. Oh, no, no. It's, it, been it's, it's, it's done. It's, it's done. It's oh, done. it's done. I know it's done. I know it's done. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. It's done. It's done. We need to find out what happened in Golden Fields. Was there anything that was taken taken are there any witnesses we need to find out more and i agree with the representative from who's uh where, where's the orc from? aginar aginar so aginar yeah from baldur's I agree State. that we might as well just be fighting blind and we're yeah. gonna get picked off one by one if we don't know anything yeah so basically the ordering is like a whether it's magical or spiritual or anything but it was a command that kept them in line and it's broken so now there's chaos running them up and if we keep just if you just go to war with every giant you don't even know which one we can be friend allied with and allied with you're just making a blanket statement that will definitely make everyone every giant an enemy when it may not need to one i assume one type of giant is already a big problem why make everyone every giant a problem with that uh laryl stands up and says and says i propose that instead of arming ourselves for the offensive and for warlike purposes i propose that we arm ourselves to defend each other from future attacks well, and then you see people start, you know, getting ready, uh, like just at the ready to rip her apart. But she immediately, she immediately, she immediately takes command and she says also that we should also make sure that we gather intelligence so that we can make the informed decisions moving forward. 
I propose that while we are making sure that we protect ourselves from these attacks, a team of adventurers go forth and gather intelligence and report back to us in one month. It's like, it was like one month, three weeks. And she was like, three weeks. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> weeks here is uh, 10 days. Uh, so it's 30 days. Um, it's one <laughs> Um. Yeah, she says three weeks to report to report back to us so that we may further assess what is to happen. All those in agreement, and there's this like silence that lulls over the room, but we can all feel like the tension. All the representatives looking around. Um. As the one who suggested it, Laryl raises her hand. And then the silence continues. And slowly, one by one, the uh, Caspir Dryland of Yarthar raises his hand. Visara Raven Shadow of Silvery Moon raises her hand. Xantina Zaretin of Neverwinter raises her hand. Don Cherry Cheeks of Long Saddle raises his hand. Aginar raises his hand. And I think that's six. So who agreed? Uh, Aginar, Ventina... So that's Baldur's Gate, Long Saddle, okay. Okay. Uh, Neverwinter, Silvery Moon, Waterdeep, Yartar. Waterdeep and Yartar, okay. So the ones that said no was Mirabar, Mithril. The dwarves, the dwarves, obviously, they'll say no. Uh, <laughs> the human male. Uh, I'm fail. I'm fail okay. says no. Uh oh. Long saddle was yes, right? Yes. Daggerford was no. Daggerford no. no, right? No. So the two, yeah, and then the two dwarves, Mirabar and Mithril Hall. After, what is the hesitation after... of the others? Does it mean they're not joining oh, we... or they just didn't vote? But they would follow, they would comply. They'd, they'd follow the group, hopefully. They, they, they'll comply. They, they'll, okay. they'll, they lost yeah, the vote, comply. but they'll comply. Yeah. Yeah, because the majority, yeah. So, okay. uh, majority said yes. Okay. Yeah. And we're. Laurel like keeps the voting window a little bit longer than it should be, but if it once it's clear that the other four won't vote, she just declares. And with the majority voting with this plan in place, let's uh, see and execute this plan to our full capabilities to ensure that each of the cities in the Lord's Alliance remain standing. As for the adventurers to lead this charge. She looks towards the three of you. All those 
in agreement that these three who have displayed in intelligence towards the giant kind and a level-headedness to this crisis who here is confident that this group should execute and uh, should search for information and details about this giant threat and that they should report back to us in three ten days as she says that and as she finishes that once again hands start raising up and this time it is unanimous Uh, Laryl looks at everyone and says, Then let us hope and pray to the gods that we can get, get, we can get through this crisis like we've always done. Dry, uh, dr most, in our most recent history, dragons have tried taking down this world and they have failed. And I believe that if we stand strong once again, we can weather and be triumphant over be over this giant threat. And if there are no more pending issues, I declare this meeting over and done. And may the gods protect you as we all go home. She sits down and then with the tense meetings, with the tense air still uh, thick in the like war room, the room, the Lord's Alliance room. Uh, slowly, one by one, the representatives start leaving. Um, Let's say wait. Some... I'll say oh, yeah, wait. Yeah. Before you go, we thank you for placing your trust in us. But for a truly successful campaign, we hope that you would also provide us with support. Some money. <laughs> uh, what? No? What? Support what? and assistance in any way possible. If any of you know anything. Or if you have any items that would any help us. We would welcome your help. Extra hands, extra resources. Because we've got the fate of the entire land on three... On a, on a few people's back the burden might be lessened if we all have a part to play so we look forward for your support especially when our travels reach your areas they not they don't say any they don't commit First of all, of course. They, they, they acknowledge what was said. They mm -hmm. don't commit. But the, yeah, that's, they acknowledge what he said. <laughs> well, you never know. They, the time may come. Well, we will. Yeah, 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 yeah. True enough. And yeah, at some point, you are left. Um, uh, at some point, even Lara leaves, and you are left with the room with just Leander. Um. And yeah, Leander left. 
Leander just lets out a big sigh and goes like, well, uh, I guess you're the fuckers going around trying to going to save us all. Did that go the way you wanted it? More or less. We didn't go gung-ho and killing any giant on sight. Um, especially since I have a giant friend. Um, and yeah, I mean, we bought ourselves some time. Let's hope in the next meeting things go well and uh, and no one declares war on another. Well, Leander, I think that's going to be more of your job. <laughs> well, I'm only as good with what you give me. So trash in, trash out. I know. We know, but we better get working. Yeah, it's just anyway. Um, this oh, I haven't been here a lot, but I know there is a. Uh, it starts fiddling around, and uh, suddenly it goes ah here, um, and you see a uh, you see a um, he brings out like uh, uh, a map of the region. And lays it down on the table and goes well. What's your first uh, plan of action? Sure this will be, be like this will be like in game, out of game, like talk. So like I know what to plan also. So yeah, what's your plan? Like how? So, what are you? Yeah, let's. So yeah, uh, Let's lay down our options. One is we can and go, then, go, and then also um let's also lay down like all your like side objectives that you've gathered over the sessions, mm. like the giant sword and the uh, giant sling sword stuff like that. So yeah. like let's lay it all down. So our options are so, one, uh, harsh nug, harsh nug within the somewhere in the north. So don't know where he is. Let me write that down. Okay. So first option, oh, what one one option is harsh nug. Second option is investigate Golden Field. Mm. Okay, um, I've already marked that. Number three is um, Loudwater. Oh wait, was that Loudwater, right? Oh yeah, that? but that's where Fred's Fred's are going. So oh, okay, Loudwater. Yeah, uh, Bylice. I'm just writing it down. And then okay. what? Uh, Zephyr said Star Metal Hills again. That's the giant oh, no, 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 I just moved it. Uh, okay. the... oh, yeah, I, I'm actually waiting on you guys, so uh, because like I might have things that I didn't give you yet, so I'm waiting for your notes. There's a one, I don't know how it goes to the story, but there's a wanted criminal weevil. Where is he in, in Zantarl's keep? Okay, that's here, uh, south of Mirabar. Uh, Wait, I was writing hmm. it down. Yeah, I, already, where did it, where did it, I just I marked on. that Naren. Hold on. I'm just I lost my list. So that's number four, Weevil. Where's Everlund Town? Evergreen Tower. 
I have it on my notes. For what? Everlund Town. Oh, uh, near Silver oh, yeah. Moon. Uh, uh, by Moon Gleam. Here, Moon here. Gleam Tower. What's there again? Yeah, in the Evermore. Um, if you approach there, Leander's, Leander would have talked to the rest of the keepers of the teleportation circle. That's in Moon Gleam Tower, right? Uh, yeah, in Everlund. Everlund. Yeah, you have to go to Everlund. Like by that by the time you reach there, he would have already convinced. He he says he 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 would have already convinced the rest to give you access. Uh, then... So yeah, I have. So I have four, I believe. I have five with Loudwater. There's one more. I think a Morbin Shield. Fire giants passed through the village, but didn't take anything. Oh, that's here. Maybe yeah, we, we can, can get information. Yeah, we can investigate that also. Yeah. Uh wait. There's the um, the one Gelrin told us about the Great Citadel of. Uh, never again. We can get something from King Ishmael, King Mo- Morel. What was that? Yeah. Either Felbar or Adbar. Uh, do you have anything there? Did you say... I, I, I missed the name of the citadel. There's a great citadel of... Oh, wait. I'll just... Wait. I'll Is that the uh, Frost Giant? Nipostis? No, that's harsh now. No, this one was uh, recommended by Gelrin. He said that... Uh, King Morel or... King Ismail's armor, or arm, was armor, armor, or? armor. He was the he was the armor the, the of dwarves, King Morel. The dwarves. Yeah, he was the armor of King yeah. Morel and King Ismail, and he said there they might have something that can help us. Yeah. Where's that one? North. Oh, it's in Felbar. Felbar. Great Citadel of Felbar. Is that the one? Yeah, it's here. So oh, is that the the name correct? Angel, Great Citadel of Felbar. Yeah, yeah. Felbar. Yeah. Felbar. It's, yeah, look for the name Silver Marches. It's below that. Mm-hmm. And Upper then, right. Uh, the did RJ already say the Zymorven Hall? Yep. Okay. That was one from Orgala, right? Yeah. Uh, Hall. I think. I think that's it. Oh, and, I think uh, that's yeah, Harshnag, you know that already. Yeah, Harshnag's, yeah, there's yeah. no marker because, like, he's. <laughs> you don't know yet. So, you have uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, including Loudwater. No. So, eight, sorry, including Loudwater and Harshnag. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Where's the eight? Sorry, one, two, three. Eight, eight is Harshnag. Uh, there's no marker because uh, oh, okay. he's somewhere there. Mm. Somewhere by the Sword Mountains, right? Everland is far. Uh, no, like in general. Uh, he's... Gold, gold always sounds great, and it seems so closer. So, if we get to Everland, what can it do? It can teleport us to anywhere. Where, where, like, would we know where? Okay, What's this is like answer? this is like you can this is like since Leander's like right beside you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm like <laughs> asking says, him what yeah, can says, Uh wait, sorry. I'll just He just goes, Oh, Everlord. Yeah. Um if you 
by the time we reached Everlord, um, this is Leandra. Us wizards have a teleportation circle that we uh, use to get around. Um, uh, Everlund, if by the time you reached Everlund, I might have convinced the others to uh, make to make you guys use it. So if you end so with Everlund, from the Everlund circle, you can travel to Mirabar, Neverwinter, Yartar. Loud water and water deep. Hold on. Uh, again, again. So, so uh, the teleportation, the teleportation network is never winter. Okay. Uh, water deep. Water deep. Yeah, Yartar, water deep. Mirabar. Loud water. And La- Mirabar. Loud water. Loud water in Southwood. And Mirabar. Airbar. All the way up, so that yeah, that can unlock a lot of things that we could do. Cause so there's water deep. so there's six, ah, uh, there's six. What's uh, I'm missing one? Loud water. Everloon, yeah. Everloon itself. Oh okay. So can't we go from water deep to Everloon? We have to unlock no, it No, because like, yeah, like um, you can. I mean, you can enter the water deep circle, but. Right now, no one's gonna no one's gonna let you in the Everloon circle. <laughs> Leander needs time to convince the other wizards to once, let you guys use it. But once they convince, we can go from anywhere, from what any place, from any, any of these places. Any of those six, yes. So if we reach Everloon, they'll allow us then. Assuming. I mean, assuming, assuming Leander can... successful. Yeah. Then we better make him successful by doing things that are still outside of those areas. So we can do golden fields, and then we can travel up to Morbid Shield. Maybe move yeah. towards Zmorvin. Everland. Yes. Zmorvin. What was in What was in Loudwater? What was in Loudwater again? Fred's friends. Oh, okay. We're just getting allies from there, but I think we should just do golden fields. It's closest. And then hopefully by the time that we finish our quest there, we can do Morven okay. Shields, Morven Hall, then down to Everlon because we would have more, um, we would have more information, we would gain more experience, and then we can tap the network for faster travel. Exactly, and it's on the way. The Golden Field, and then. Morbin Shield, yeah. What's in Morbin Shield? The uh, sighting of fire giants. They just nothing happened. They just passed by. Okay, Morbin. You just wanted to get more information, which is what we need right now, so that Leander would get more information, and um, hopefully by the time we reach Everland, we would have achieved some fame and. So, some more info. Well, we'll more get more information about the giants themselves in Golden Fields because they attacked it. So, yeah, but I mean, might not be enough for Leander to unlock or convince the wizards to let us use it. Has to be stronger, I suppose. We'll see. But first steps, first step, Golden Fields first. Okay. 
That makes sense. Agreed. Okay. Golden fields it is. I hope it the golds or the fields are made of gold. <laughs> um, does Itsuki say this out loud? Yeah, well, I, I just said like, hey, golden fields seems <laughs> sounds better than all the other places. And then like Leanna just quips, you do know wheat is called golden. <laughs> Don't ruin my flow. <laughs> yeah. I'm imagining good things. I apologize for him. Leander just says golden fields as the biggest. It's <sighs> the Emerald Enclave holds dominion over the golden fields. Emerald um, Enclave. It's one of the big factions. Uh, not actually not just golden fields. They're a network of rangers and uh, druids. Protect the balance of the world. Blah 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 blah. Anyway. So Golden Fields is this huge swath of uh, farmland that provides grain and other vital foodstuffs to the rest of the region. What did the guy say that uh, they, they were looking for? Or the giants uh, were looking guy? for? The guy who said that Golden Fields was under attack. The hill giants, they were just, apparently, they were just looking for food. Oh. And they didn't get any, right? They are mistreated. They did get a lot. Like, they sort of bumbled around, but like they didn't get a lot. Maybe we can face them from there. Okay. We are rolling. Yeah, you know, we can. The next next destination for food crap we can't buy any more of those special items we want what are we saving for yeah golden fields it is yeah, it just makes sense. It's the most obvious route. Yeah, I'm trying. Yeah, and then I'm trying to like, I want to draw your guys' path, but like, I can't make like a solid line. So like, let's just see how it goes. Let me see. Let me try. Like a drawing tool? There, right? Yeah, something like that. And then... Uh, now let's let's do golden fields first. Let's do golden fields first. Okay. Yeah, okay. I don't know how to get so the yeah, golden shield. With that plan done, Leandris says, "Well, you have an agenda. Good luck. You have thirty days. Ah, let's not fuck it up, shall we?" <laughs> we want maybe some good luck charms or extra <laughs> weapons, might Help us succeed more. Here and then he tosses you a he tosses you like a, a stone. <laughs> a stone, a magic stone. Here's a sending stone. I got you. you. Can't get enough. If you get if you can't get enough of my voice and oh and uh and uh, if you can't get enough of my voice and whatever advice I can give here, use this to contact me. 
Perfect. Can we also okay. can we also talk back to you and share with you the information we get? You can say one. You can say something. It it's just a stone, so it it can't hold a lot of magic. You can only use it once a day, and you can only give me twenty five words. And I can oh. also give you twenty five words. So it's it's a it's, it's called D and D Twitter with uh, less characters. No worries. So, Leander, if if I say mommy, bring the cavalry. <laughs> My safe word is mommy. We'll just we just won't use spaces, so it's all going to be super califragilisticexpialidocious. That's one word. Okay, so we'll 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 use it to update you of our progress. So, uh, I if you are, go. Uh, is he here? He asks. And are you leaving now or tomorrow? First light. Uh, we're, we are unsure okay. of what uh, our our friend is gonna be doing, so we'll we'll wait for her and then see what happens. So maybe also, tomorrow. Um, you know, yeah. and then like out of character and not day one starts tomorrow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, they're not gonna say thirty days starting now. <laughs> like, starting, like, yeah. So we have a uh, we have like, this night to we have to prepare you know, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the time to prepare for your journey and all that. And says, and then Leander just says, "Oh, and before you leave, drop by the manor. Your clothing, your clothing's are true. <laughs> your clo- your clothes are atrocious. <laughs> I wouldn't mind new armor. Are you talking about uh, no, arms?" No, I'm just gonna give you clothes. I wouldn't mind no, fashionable items. Yeah. Post post. I'm an adventurer. I I'm an ad- I was an adventurer, and I never wore the I never wore the crap you're wearing. I you must cool have been rich. <laughs> yeah, I have, a, I have a cool robe. But yeah. Uh, Leander invites you one last time in this manner, and um, yeah, and we'll offer you uh, at least one good meal and new uh, clothes since you'll be working together. Of traveling clothes, yeah. No, 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 fine clothes since like, <laughs> you're adventurers, you're not hobos. <laughs> yeah, even though we looked like one. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Leander said, "If I can, if I can appear even half of the, if I if I can appear like a noble during adventuring, you can too." Well, much appreciated. Let's hope we meet with in thirty days with more news. And please, we would definitely appreciate uh, Everland's help. Yeah. Uh, yeah let's see i don't i don't look forward talking to those guys but hey just for the benefit of us all if i can get out of the city yeah why not sounds good um he folds up the map and stashes it in one of the and one of the, like the drawers under the table, and you know, I believe you have the whole day to prepare for your journey. Yeah. We, need po- we need potions, guys. I mm. just gave you potions. 
He did? Before, like the 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 was it a six pack or a three pack? The greater uh, healing. It's two. It's two potions of greater healing, and then four. Oh yeah, no, just two. When did he give us? Oh, when you met him. Yeah. When he gave you the two k. Eh, how much gold did he give you? One k, two k. One thousand. One thousand gold. Oh. And then he gave you a bunch of potions, Ren. So yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, I just I already gave you. <laughs> yep. Did you do you guys have it on your list? I don't I have zero on mine. I only have I don't two, have the total number. We divided it already. Yeah. I don't have oh any. yeah, they get yeah. No, yeah, we had two each. I have also. Well, I I I don't know. <laughs> I just wrote two on mine. I remember. I think there were we like we haven't had a fight since then. I mean, as, a, as a outside of Tyro Cup, we wouldn't. From what I'm holding, I have one potion of greater healing and two regular potions. Ah, no, no, no. Here he gi- he gives you guys six healing potions and three greater healing potions. Oh, there. So that's uh, why we have two so each. We have two and each. And one six. greater healing each. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. There you go. Two potions and one greater healing. Yep. Yep. Okay, and then so like okay, officially the session's done. So I wanted to talk about uh, overland travel uh, because it's gonna take you multiple days to travel, and um, the game is balanced around multiple encounters per day. Um, there, and obviously combat is like even a single session, even a single encounter will take a long time. So. Um, I'm thinking one way to balance that is once you have traveled and once you are outside uh, a city or a village or a town, uh, if you camp out in the wilderness, you mm. do not benefit from a long rest. It's only a short rest. You can only long rest in places where it is deemed safe. Like we can't have long rest until we get to our next destination, basically. No, unless we get to mm. an inn or a house unless, or something like, like that. Yeah, unless like mm. if point A to point B, if there's a point C in between, you can use that as a rest stop. Okay. And then we'll, we'll you'll just let us know whether there is a place like either a cave or house or hut or whatever. Yeah, chances are when you're in a cave or, you know, in the wilderness, I won't count that it's, as a long it's rest. It's not a long rest. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, but since you are a ranger, uh, at times there will be an option for a safe place outside in the wilderness. Okay. So I'll take note of since you're a ranger and like, like I can I more, can assess whether it's safe enough. Yeah, yeah. Essentially, yeah. okay. but like I'll I'll make that few and far in between, just so not to. Uh, but at the same time, yeah. So that's one method. Um, the other method is, um, you know, when you play like those war games, there's this auto resolve. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like auto, auto, auto match. We can, we can do that too. But like that one, it's more like nublios, the mechanics. Like, so when we get into a conflict, we can just say auto resolve? Yeah. Like for example, you encounter. So let's do. We can do a. We can do a. No, right now, we can do a sample fight right now. Um, 
for example, you run into a pack of wolves. So mm. there will be then there's six. So two of two on each of you. So the three of you roll me a uh, attack any attack roll any offensive roll. So attack, uh, melee attack, range attack, melee spell attack, range spell attack. So pick your highest one. So just one die. Ro- one no, just roll one, me a d20. One d20. Then, yeah, 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 yeah. I got a 13 plus plus 8 21 same just my camera froze okay uh, it's good to get at 20 Ooh, at 20, okay. crit, crit teacher. Okay, so since you crit, you take no damage. Uh, however, for Malak and Asumedos, since uh, you uh, since you beat the DC, uh, you beat the challenge, so you only get half. So I'll roll 2d4 against you, uh, Malak, and another 2d4 against you. Uh, oh, wait, no, no, four, 4d4, plus, since two wolves are in each of you, right? Yeah. So 44 for Malak, 44 for Asumedos. But if you if any of you expend the resource, I you can take out one damage die. So for example, uh Malak says, okay, I'll spend a spell slot. I'll be saying, okay, I'll just roll 3d4 on you. Mm. So on a on a 21 roll, I still get 44. Yeah, because you didn't you you on the you yeah, because you didn't crit. Okay. Okay. Mm. So that's that's the other option. Me personally, I, I feel the first one is more. Which is the half, half rest, half rest. The no long rest. Uh, no long yeah. rest when you're traveling. I feel that that's more stable, but this one's a bit faster. But the, I... this one, it, it it it's it's a lot more like. Uh, it's a lot more like. Yeah, I think like, I know. Yeah, I think you can use both. You it can be your color our our this collective decision. Depends on the session. Depends on where we're going. You know, if it's like a short trek, maybe we can do the first one. But then if it's a very long one, then can kind of hurry it up. Or like if we've been in battle too long, and then the next session is a travel, then maybe we can do the do the second one so we can skip to the RP. You know what I mean? Maybe we can do it on case by case basis. Okay, okay. How about the rest of the uh, the rest? I mean, it's 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 fine. We want to test it out first, of course. So we want to try it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like uh, so. Sorry. So for example, this one. So uh, let's assume Malak uses spell slot, right? So mm-hmm. instead of four d four, you only get three d four. But since you succeeded, you only take half damage. So I rolled a seven total, so that's an eight. You get four damage. And then, Asumedos, do you use anything or you, do you take the full amount of dice? No, I'll take the full amount. Okay, so since you succeeded, uh, you only get half. So you also take four damage. Okay. So that's, and then since it's key, you rolled a nat 20. It's like you were able to be, spec- like, throughout that three to four, three to four rounds of fight, you were able to do exceptionally well. So you got no damage. No damage for the entire <sighs> three rounds. Okay. 
Yeah, I mean yeah. that's so, okay. so like you, know, you got yeah. So um yeah. So the thing is like, if you critically succeed that twenty, no damage. If you succeed, you only take half of whatever I'm gonna roll. If you fail, you'll get full. And then if you critically fail, um, I think I'm just gonna double it. Shit. If you crit fail, can you still use special? You can still use spell slots. Yeah. So, for example, like critic. Wait. Uh, let me just check. Sorry. Uh, let me just check. Oh yeah, I just crit. I just crit normally. So, for example, that 4D, so that's the 4D4 will become 8D4. But if you use a spell slot, for example, it's going to be 7D4. Oh, shit. Okay. That's that's the double that you're still alive. Mm-hmm. I thought yeah. you would so Let's just do example, the first one first. Let's do the short rests. Yeah. It's simpler. Let's do the simple first. And then once we get more comfortable in that reversal, we can. Because uh, at least we're, we're experts right now. So. Yeah. On on just okay. not not or managing our damage. Okay, so let's do first. Potions. So let's do the thing that if you're in the wilderness, you don't get a long rest. Long rest, yeah. But with yeah. I was reading with the with our gladiator's breath or the wink wink, we do recharge hit dice on short rest, right? Yes. Okay. But I think it's divided by four. So like if I have six divided by four, one point five was that rounded down. Down. So I only refresh one hit die per. For sure. Yeah. Mm. How about for long. No, rest? but this case, this case, you'll have roughly two two long. You'll roughly have you'll have. The way I computed it, you'll have two short rests and then a long rest. That's my like, estimation of how things will go. Two short rest and a long rest. Yeah, I mean, that's the ratio I'm look. That's the ratio okay. I, I've come up with. Yeah, yeah, we are. But I mean, it's all, it won't be that exactly. Yeah, it won't be like that exactly. Yeah, but like, that's like the general direction I think I'm going. This is the part in FF7 now where we get to the we leave the no. We leave oh, the yes. uh, Midgard. Yeah, Midgard, and we hit the yes, open world. The world. Uh, the, yeah, if you notice now, there are open world now. Like, there's lot there's lots of railroading in this section. It's kind of this whole session has been very railroady. So yeah, now you're like like now, for example, you chose we're going to Golden Fields. I'm like, okay, I'll plan for Golden Fields. <laughs> this is also where um, we can meet characters with the skull at the life bar. That means run. We can Oh yeah, oh yes, yes, yes. Uh yes, actually. Um since you're stepping oh. out, yes. Um not all combat scenarios are winnable. Um, uh, as you have seen in Tribor, giants can be very, very deadly. So, uh, just remember that when you come across um, combat hazards. <laughs> um, okay, sounds good. So, so yeah, recap is uh, Golden Fields to investigate the hill giants because mm-hmm. that was That's the right. most recent. So it makes sense because. That's also where evidence might still be available. And then the evidence you're looking for particularly is why. Yeah, what's mm. what's what's happening what's with the ordinary why yeah. yeah who's who? Who's who's who can we ally against? Who can we who are we fighting against? 
Okay, okay, okay. And more weapons, of oh, course. So... Any, uh, any ah, but... weapon you can get. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Um, also, um, this is also the part where, uh, like so far we're still we're still okay with the campaign, right? Because like this is the part where, like, um, we could wipe. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> TPK. No, to to progress. Obviously, each giant type will be like an arc, essentially. So each fire, stone, hail, storm. Yeah, uh... that's one arc. That's think of that as one full arc. Um, you only need to complete one arc to get to the next part of the campaign. Only one. Uh, so basically, we, we mean, need to only finish one race. That's the minimum requirement. Okay, but when I like, play RPGs, complete it, right? <laughs> I mean, go, no, that's my question. I know. Like, yeah, like. I mean, no. This is you can and you can tell me anytime that hey, we kind of want to move on now. So, um, to the next part. So, I'm assuming you guys will do like three to four, maybe. Yeah, let's just follow the story. See how it goes. Okay. Okay. But yeah. Um, yeah. Just tell me in advance if you just want to move on. And I'll tell you if you've, if we can already. So, mm -hmm. just so like, yeah. But what's the uh, plan? But this, this one, this arc is the uh, storm, what? The, the the guide you're using. Oh, Storm King's Thunder. Storm King's Thunder, and this is up to level ten only, or well, it's homebrew, no man, right? Yeah, kind of edited, so, one, so uh, it doesn't matter. This is at this point, it's very edited already. <laughs> so we can go, we can go over or. Ah, like uh, here. Do you want to reach level twenty? Oh uh, yeah, I assume me. I do. Oh yeah, yeah. Because most comp most campaigns finish at ten. Uh, most edited campaigns finish like 14, 15. Mm. I mean, I want Rarely... to feel like the level 20 stuff. Okay. Right? Do you guys do that? Uh, yeah, we'll figure. I mean, yeah. We'll go as high as we can. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Um, what, it, on what, my are end... the, what are the options? Like, when we finish, like, maybe 14, 15. We start a new campaign and then we can start higher level na, so that we can bypass the you know, the beginner When I say stuff. high, that's going to be like level 5 or level 3. So we, we create new characters, start a new campaign like level 5 at, at the most, level yeah. 3 to 5. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Let's just follow the story. I think we're we're, mm -hmm. we're happy with the story. So. Okay. Because like, okay. So like, I mean, on I, my I, end, I'll... I, go. On my end, I'll really try to make every. I'll I'll really try to make the story engaging, up to level. I mean, at at the farthest I can make it. So, yeah. my yeah. Wor my worry long is like, for example, after the second arc, you start feeling the drag. That's kind of like maybe we need to. Uh, Close the story. Uh, or like move to the next phase now, something like that. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we can. I mean, that's our goal, but we can. We'll always adjust when you know 
Like, we'll always self-evaluate after whatever. Okay. But yeah, so far we're having cool fun. Cool you. to keep going. Yeah. So as long as you're having fun, like, we'll just keep going. Like, shit, no? At <laughs> avenging, I, uh, aven- my Oath of Vengeance at level 20, I can get wings, fly 60 feet, I emanate an aura of menace in 30 foot radius. Every time anybody comes close to me within 30 feet, they must create succeed a wisdom saving throw. Fuck. Imagine. Even us. <laughs> Enemy creature. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. just, uh, no. Um, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, we're, we're just starting, but still, yeah. I just wanted to say na, yun nga, if, uh, yeah. yeah. Exciting. Welcome to Midgard. <laughs> <laughs> Outside Midgard. <laughs> the world. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. Welcome to... Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's the name of their planet? I forgot. Yeah. So happy RJ made it today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my God. I was happy inside. Well, we're going to have a lot of... We're going to have a lot of um, arcs moving forward. Um, just in any case, would it be possible if we do our Sundays, you know, we try to do a break around midnight or something, if we can make it? Yeah, we're close to every session at midnight. Close or, to midnight, yeah. yeah, just a few minutes before or after. <laughs> I mean, if, if it's possible, yeah. it's, you know, we'll, we'll work tomorrow and for Jong, it's a Sunday, so. If that's okay, yeah, not hard stuff, yeah. but you know, we'll, aim, we'll let's aim to close at at midnight every Sunday. Yeah. Let's also try okay. to start. Let's try to start at nine also, so we can get a good nine. Uh, a good flow. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Okay. Okay. Awesome. All right. Take us home. I will. Ladies and gentlemen, what you've witnessed today is just another episode of the Plus 6.3 HP D&D podcast. Will the Silver Shadow succeed in their 30-day run to find out more information about the Fire Giants or maybe something more sinister? Now, before I say our final goodbyes, I'd like you all to just uh, remind you all to at least click on that notification bell icon so you know when a new episode drops. Um, we release our D&D podcast every Wednesday, 12 noon Philippine time. You are able to see that on our YouTube page. And of course, um, you can find out more about us through our socials. We're available on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Now, we do have a number of shows in, in case you're just more into the uh, in case you, you want to know more about us, uh, more than just the D&D side, we do have a number of shows that we release throughout the week. We have shows where we review um, the, the oncoming shows, the movies that we think you should or shouldn't watch. Uh, that drops every, when does it go, uh, guys? Every Tuesday? The, the two reviews on when? Monday. Monday and Tuesday. Monday and Tuesday, right? Mm-hmm. And we also have a... Um, we have another podcast where we react to up up and coming trailers, uh, see if it's something that we should put on their watch list or 
we should throw in the bin. So that drops on Thursdays. Um, in case you're not interested in, in seeing our faces and just want to keep us in the background, we're available on your on your podcast of choice. We prefer Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, and Amazon. And with that said, housekeeping is done. Final goodbyes. Let's start with John. See you next week with my new daggers and fresh clothes. <laughs> love it. Love it. How about you, Vax? Yeah, just happy we're back and we didn't lose our uh, brother. I know. Amen. I know. Tough, but I'm going to have to do extra effort. That's a better husband. And of course, last but not least, um, Angelo, our DM. Yeah. Uh, first, it's one. It's just one dagger. Uh, it's just, it's just one. One dagger. One dagger. <laughs> one dagger. The magic um, dagger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, welcome to the um, welcome to the start coast and to the north and the savage north. So, yeah, I cannot wait to let you guys see it firsthand in character. Uh, <laughs> thank you, thank you, and of course we. Thank all of our viewers. Continue to support us. Um, tell your friends. We love you all. Until the next episode. Goodbye. Bye-bye.